USA Radio Network's John Hunt has a story. Uber and Lyft are hoping that the growing use of face masks amid the coronavirus outbreak will make customers comfortable enough to climb back into ride-sharing vehicles. Uber will soon require that both passengers and drivers wear masks or face coverings in certain markets. They did not specify exactly where the new mandate would apply. Uber is also developing technology that would detect if a driver is wearing a face mask or covering before they begin taking on trips. The company already is using facial verification capabilities to check a driver's identity. House Republicans, led by ranking member Jim Jordan of Ohio, are pressing House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff to stop blocking the release of 53 witness interviews from the committee's investigation of Russian election interference. Schiff's office has given no explanation as to why the transcripts have not been released. You're listening to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. The National Restaurant Association estimates that 30,000 restaurants in the United States have already closed, and that number could increase to over 100,000 by the end of May. I had a chance to chat with Jason Westhoff, president of Cousin Subs, and one of the things I asked him was what he's doing to keep customers safe as things begin to slowly and safely reopen in the restaurant industry. We went through the process of adding uh, Plexi Shield then in between our cashiers and our payment terminals. Um, in the state of Wisconsin, you're still allowed to process transactions at the terminal. Um, and certainly in the state of Wisconsin or in the state of Illinois, uh, some of that was being allowed too. Uh, but in order to do that, we put protective plexi barriers in place. We partnered with one of our vendors who had some employees that were furloughed and brought them back to do this for us, which was great. Um, we instituted the glove policy that basically the non-food handlers started wearing different colored gloves as well. Um, within a week of us opening, um, we actually instituted curbside and instituted an easy pickup. So basically where the guests come in, pick up their, they barely enter the lobby, pick up their meal and they leave uh, to create as many of those touchless contact points as we could. Um, so certainly we, we kind of followed what everybody else was doing, but we, the good news is we were ahead of it from the standpoint of curbside and from easy pickup because we have a standardized, standardized technology and POS platform that allowed us to do that much more quickly than some other brands were. My entire interview with Westhoff will be posted on usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. We got a few clouds tonight. We'll have some come in tomorrow too, but it's mostly dry by tomorrow night, early Wednesday. There's a possible shower to come down with a weak front that's going to be moving through. That's going to restore some low humidity around the area to give us back a nicer feel of the air. Warm and humid coming up again tomorrow. Overnight lows of 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, it's back to the middle to upper 80s. Tomorrow night, isolated to finish showers early Wednesday, moving out. Sunshine Wednesday for the afternoon, gradually becoming less humid. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Are you receiving unemployment insurance benefits in Louisiana? Because of the large number of people applying for benefits, we're working to make online process faster. Using the last number of your social security number, here's when you can file. Zero through three, file on Sunday. Four through six, Monday. Seven through nine, file on Tuesday. Wednesday through Saturday is open to all social security numbers. You must file for recertification every week. Thank you for helping LWC help you.
that song even after yesterday do you tom you still love the song yeah yeah it takes me alive it's the fitzmorai here with the food show tom and marianne now we're getting somewhere yes give us a call please 504-556-9696 it's called the food show which uh you know i think is pretty obvious and uh, because we live where we do uh we are able to give you a more delicious day every day Pull it off, yes. And uh, this is Tom Fitzmaurice. Uh, Marianne is here as well. Hi. And uh, we've had a lot of fun uh, putting on an an old piece of microphone from, uh, oh, about 20 years almost now, uh, by which we started getting people excited about all of the food that we have been uh, discovering lately. And then uh, we have expanded on that uh, just every Every second, Every almost. Every chance we get, yeah. Yeah. So, Happy Cinco de Mayo, Tom. I know oh. how you love Mexican food. Thank you for, uh, for that. That's a good one. <laughs> we don't hear that uh, nearly often enough. So, all right. So Mexican food is definitely not one of your favorites. Like, where would it be on your list? No, I, I, I love Mexican food, and it's such a great uh, uh, pro, uh, op- opposition to what we usually have. And why are you always complaining so, when we drag you to La Carreta? Oh, that's just a little joke that we um, have you coming down your uh, ankles, uh, just so uh, you, you can know that we're still here. You, you know, know what? There's a lot of places doing Cinco de Mayo that are not obvious. A lot of places. Uh, mm-hmm. Nomenu.com, by the way, N-O-M-E-N-U.com is where you will find this list and all kinds of other lists, like the list of open restaurants and who's doing what. And places, uh, the weekly quarantine is what you can get uh, to pick up maybe raw things that you can cook yourself, like cubby rice vegetables. But today on NoMenu.com, there is a list of about 12 places, very unlikely, that are doing Cinco de Mayo, like Vera's Seafood. <laughs> yeah, well, if you get some good, uh, good stuff, when it's good, fresh product. Uh, and most restaurants do, uh, especially the Mexican uh, restaurants. They're on top of this pretty much all the time, so it's no well, you would uh, big deal. That. You, you would certainly expect would. That, but you don't expect yeah. Three B's Burger to have a have a special on uh, Cinco de Mayo. You would expect Katie's because he's always into everything. Uh, Mimi's down in Chalmette. Welcome back, Mimi's. They are open today for the first time in a while. And there's outdoor dining and uh, all kinds of Cinco de Mayo things. Here's one you definitely would not expect. Tell me. I love hearing The Lake House. The Lake House. The Lake House in Mandeville is doing Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's a terrific place. We find ourselves there all the time because one of the reasons is we live on the North Shore, but uh, that's there. But it's good. I mean, Pete is going to do something really great. Mm -hmm. They've got fried shrimp tacos, short rib quesadilla, a chicken burrito bowl, chips and queso, margaritas, palomas, and mojitos. Mm. So uh, we may have to go out there. We had some of those yesterday, just yesterday. (laughs) 
Okay, Maribo on the North Shore. Maribo. Yeah, which is well, no, you can make it. You can make it Spanish or Mexican if you want, but it's really a pizza place, and they're doing Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. They have a chicken tinga and beef barbacoa street tacos, chips and salsa, margaritas, mm-hmm. the whole thing. They have a big patio, so they'll. You know what? Maribo is going to be able to make it pretty well with this whole social distancing thing because they have a really big patio space. Yeah,、uh, and a rather warm one as well. But there are a lot of people that love that, and、uh, God bless them. Yeah, you know who else has、uh, Felix's? Tell me. Oh, Felix's. Felix's on the lakefront has、yeah. a、uh, Cinco de Mayo thing. I'm sure you've heard this、uh, story before, but the first time I ever ate a raw、uh, oyster. Was, oh, was it Felix's? At Felix's、mm-hmm. back a long time ago when I was a teenager and I was being poked at a little bit by some friends of mine in college, <laughs> who said that I was a weenie for not ever、uh, getting there at the oyster bar and eating a bunch of them. And then I put it up to him and I did eat a bunch of them and and I've been eating them even more ever since. Oysters. I think they were teasing you for、better. calling yourself a restaurant critic. And not、oh, eating、yeah. raw oysters was that it? Because I、mm. think when you first declared yourself a restaurant critic, you were only eating hamburgers. It's good to play to start because you're talking about real food when you're talking about oysters. These are great foods. I, now I thought you were going to say when you're talking about hamburgers, because to me, that is that is real food. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six is the number here at WGSO, the new home of the. Revitalized food show, or the next era of the food show.、Mm. Another one that's having Cinco de Mayo is Jewel of the South, which is another、uh, strange one that you would not expect to be having something like Cinco de Mayo. But they have taco packs, twenty-four dollars for、yeah. two to three, or forty dollars for three to four tacos para la vida. And Mexican mules, apérol palomas, and Cadillac margaritas by Jewel of the South. That's、mm-hmm. a bar in the French Quarter. If you're not if you're not familiar with the place, cute little place, little tiny patio. Yeah, there's a lot of good followers of good restaurants in the French Quarter, and just everywhere you go, really, you can find them all over the place. Yes, yes. I want to welcome to the show、uh, New Orleans Ice Cream Company. New、We、Orleans、so. Ice Cream Company is exactly what it says. It is all about New Orleans. Every flavor that they have is New Orleans themed. They have cafe au lait and beignets.、Mm-hmm. They have bananas Foster, Panchatula Strawberry, Mardi Gras pie. They have Creole cream cheese. Coffee and Boy, chicory. You're counting this off, aren't you? No, but it's like every single flavor that they have is strictly New Orleans. Oh. And when, get, and when I get to the last one, it's going to be kind of like a punchline for anybody that knows、uh, the history, and I mean very recent history, Katrina history of New Orleans, Mississippi debris, praline crunch, vanilla bean. Tom, we're going to have to try their vanilla bean because that you're a vanilla kind of guy. White chocolate bread pudding, mint chocolate cookie, and does anyone remember the famous phrase "Chocolate City"? Chocolate City? What's It's that? It's a Katrina phrase. Do you remember Ray Nagin? Oh, tell me about it even more. No, I don't think I want to tell you about it. But those people who remember the heady days of Katrina and Ray Nagin will remember Chocolate City. Hmm. It's these are available just about anywhere. Oh, by the way, they have a great ice cream. 
whore boy or a po' boy, uh, which if you have been to Chef Duke's and get his ice cream po' boy, that is the New Orleans ice cream po' boy, and it is crazy good. It's available at stores everywhere around town, Winn-Dixie's, Rouse's, Walmart, Walgreens, Aquista Paces, and uh, that's as far as I've gotten on my list. But the New Orleans Ice Cream Company, you can visit them online mm-hmm. at neworleansicecream.com. And you are yeah, very much welcome to it. Yes. Uh, and enjoying it. Uh, you know, uh, let's see if how we can break this to the boss here and see if uh, we'll be okay. allowed to get a- away with this. Okay. Um, we have uh, all of these things that you've been telling us about, which, uh, you know, just kind of uh, way so down. The, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, nice and, and, and rich and all the, all the good things we're looking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, at some point along the way for the visit we're going to with you to today uh-huh. uh, has involved uh, having me uh, on a, uh, a stand – and singing. Yes, you'll get to hear that in just a few minutes. Well, well this is, you know, I, I always want to hear some. I'm super excited about that. Uh, some, You're listening to WGSO 990 AM, and we'll be back. That's us. Downtown Covington doesn't seem like an obvious place to find an English tea room, but the fact that it's been there almost 20 years proves how good it is. Where else will you find scotch eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain? If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended teas. They ship out the next day, but you should visit. Think about a birthday party or a bridal shower there or Mother's Day high tea. Come pick it up and sit on their lovely patio. Introduce a friend to the English Tea Room. Gift cards are $20 off with the purchase of $100 or $10 off with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, 985-898-3988, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Ever since the lockdown began, food delivery has risen to a place of high prominence. Our dog wants his treats delivered to him as he stares at us. Even Tom has conceded that gourmet food can still be delicious after it has been delivered to your door. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Regardless of what happens next, delivery of food is here to stay. Do it with a local company. Do it a lot cheaper than the big guys, Delivery Nola. They deliver everyone who is anyone. Download the app. Go to DeliveryNola.com. That's D-L-I-V-E-R-Y Nola.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Jack and Allie Cousins sold salad dressing at a farmer's market, but one day Allie Cousins couldn't get the ingredients she needed. Her dad had dropped a case of Creole tomatoes at her house, which became the famous Creole tomato dressing, launching the Cousins salad dressing brand. The line has expanded to include blue cheese dressing, a fresh salsa, olive oil and herb vinaigrette, as well as the Creole tomato. Made in small batches to ensure perfection, these dressings are all natural 
natural and made from the freshest ingredients. Need a quick dip? They're great for that, too. Cousins salad dressings at grocery stores all around the town. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Parish Coffee has a dark roast, medium roast, decaf, coffee and chicory, and a Viennese blend. Plus special fun flavors. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, the and Staten Island, Island too. too. Enough be enough of that. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you can't sing with yourself. Let's go to Fritz. Uh, it is Fritz's turn, however. And uh, Fritz, you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I yes. can hear you perfectly, and thank you very much for calling today. Nice hearing from you. Um, I have a few good things and a few things I want you to explain to me. First Fire all, away. I want to yeah. thank all the people at work at the Fresh Market. At, you know, at my house and NOLA, all the girls that work through all of this. You have NOLA Pharmacy. I want to thank Cafe Navarre for being open uh, for takeout only. Uh, the second thing, I want to thank everybody that stayed, you know, doctors, law, everybody, not lawyers, doctors and nurses. Second thing is... Now, you realize you're advertising uh, these places in New Orleans can't open. They can, You can only take them home. You can't sit outside and eat in New Orleans. You know that, Yeah, they right? just don't want you to forget about them, though. Okay, so you mentioned in, like, uh, it's a beautiful 3B, but you can't sit outside. I just, okay, but in Jefferson, you can. I've been to sideliners, sports meets, real nice that you can sit outside and eat and drink. First of all, I'm 86 years old, so I'm glad they let me in. Uh, th- <laughs> the third thing is, do you know Mr. Bodenheim that owns Cure and Kane's Table? Uh, yes. Uh, he's probably a nice guy, and so you know him. Yes. You know he, you know who I'm – well, he had an article in, in Gambit that he can't see – the restaurant business or the bar business ever coming back. There's 11 million people involved in that, you know, like sales from liquor companies and salesmen and bartenders. Fritz, can I stop you for a second? Fritz, can I stop you for a second? I know this is probably rude, but we're looking at the food show to be a wonderful distraction from everything else that's out there. So if if it's okay, we just like to talk about nice things. You know, like it's it, if you turn on any media at any time, what you're going to hear is all of this. We were kind of thinking that the show would be an escape. Well, that's a pretty close call there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Fritz. What? Well, you you do well. I'm I'm. Thank you for. Uh, but it, it, I can't help but read. You know what? In the gambit, the, if you just check, yeah, I know. But what start. I'm saying is, come along and enjoy two hours with us. 
Come along and right. forget your troubles for two hours. Well, I, I will, but I don't know if Mr. Bodenheimer will. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Let's go to Steve. Steve, welcome. Hey, guys. Hey. Well, look who it is. One of our regulars for decades. Yeah, about 30, about 45 years, I think, I've been calling this Oh, show. my goodness. Yes. Yeah, since before it it's even It's nice started. to hear your voice. Great to hear from you. Um, I just wanted to say my only complaint about this whole thing is, man, I found out that rock and roll is not essential. <laughs> and, man, did that upset me? We found out that we weren't essential either, but I think I we are. I think we are, too. I think, For that very know, reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm really, really glad to hear you guys back, and y'all are going to brighten this station up. Thank and you. They don't, they don't know what they got coming for them. <laughs> well, I just hope that we can brighten up everybody's two hours. You know, just well, like check it at the door for just two hours. Well, I've yeah, been well, that that should be uh, enough, quite enough for some people, and uh, that's all right. You know, everybody's I different. I checked it at the door about March seventeenth, so you know. <laughs> so that's yes, that's yes. that's how I live my life. And uh, right. Marianne, you still got any hair left? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve. Let me tell you what. Um, someone told me, uh, baby, there is a halo out there for you somewhere. And let's just say it's grown to about the size of Saturn's rings. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One more suggestion. And there's one little girl named Mary Lee that's going to hate me for this. But what? get that woman involved in this show. She needs to. I'm yeah, serious. well, you know what? She's not really into that. But you know no, what? You know what's going to happen? They're going to get, yeah, she didn't think she would like Instagram either, and she doesn't really like Instagram. By the way, if you do Instagram, New Orleans, the New Orleans menu, I'm I'm learning myself. I'm I'm now trying to integrate on all platforms. Yeah, yeah. Get with the times. So, yeah, anyway. All right, well, well, I'll tell her. I'll tell her that she has been specifically requested. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. you know, a little bit and, and get used to it. Learn how to do it. It's not hard. It's not frightening. She's and brilliant she's and hysterically funny. Yeah, hysterically and she's got a lot funny. to contribute to, you know, getting the generation behind, you know, us. Yeah. You know, on and involved. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's y'all's... Uh, you know, diet yeah. or whatever you want to call it. That's true. So, but That's true. Keep All on, right. keep it on, and uh, get get a, get a wig if you need it, Marianne. <laughs> oh, Steve, I could tell you stories. Take care. Thanks for calling. I wonder if I wonder if Steve N will be calling because you know how I like to conjugate those Steves. 504-556-9696 is the number if you would like to chat with us about light food stuff. Just light food stuff. Take two hours off, please. All right, Tom, you know what? Today is also National Hot Tamale Day. Molly Day or Tamale? Nope. Is it tamale? T-A-M-A-L-E. Oh, oh, tamale. Yeah, right. I have tamale. it uh, written down. Yeah. 
the tamal is the is the plural of tamales. Yes. Shaped like a food item in the middle of the wetland. Oh, you, you know what? This is your delicious sounding places. So I'm sorry. I had the wrong little section there. The National Hot Tamale Day. You know, I don't even know where I, what I did with that. I'll have to look for that. It's also James Beard's birthday. Is it really? The late James Beard, born in 1903. He became one of the most famous and respected American authorities on cooking because acting and singing opera weren't supporting him in New York City. I didn't realize he was he did that. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Do we have Oh, we have another caller? Okay, let's go. Let's go to I think he said Kenny. Jenny. Jenny. Hello hey, Jenny. How's it going, y'all? Hey. Well, better than yesterday. <laughs> you know, what? I started listening to y'all yesterday and um I got distracted and see we don't have the um the station doesn't come through over here, so we have to have it on the computer. I was trying to download the apps to our devices so we can tune in uh, okay. easier once it comes on. But um yeah, we're super excited to have y'all back on live. You can only Yay. listen to so many podcasts. Us too. Us too. <laughs> What have you been doing the last eight weeks? Uh, going crazy, uh, you uh-huh. know, staying inside. But, um, yeah, just trying to look on the the happy end of things. Um, if I clean out another closet, um, I might not have any clothes left to wear. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 I don't know if your clothes fit anymore. I don't know if you've been doing what we've been doing over here. But, you know, a lot of eating. So maybe people need to change their Clothes in their closet because they're not the same size they were when this all started. Yeah, that, that's well, true. these we, things uh, happen. We have y'all's cookbooks out, and uh, we did the glazed ham a few times since quarantine. Um, you know, a few a few of y'all's favorite recipes. Uh, so that's always fun. <laughs> you know, if uh, we've been having loads of fun cooking too. Uh, uh, the, yeah, it's uh, different. The, 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 the ham you have there, the chocolate ham. No, wait, wait. The root beer, root beer glazed ham. That came out, gee, uh, let's see, about uh, eight, nine miles now. Uh, no, no, wait. That, I have to figure these things out. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that is the most liked uh, recipe on my co- cookbook. My, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, I think it's, you say that in, in the opening line of... Uh, of the uh, on your cookbook that this was like the yeah. most called in about recipe. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, all right with me. I mean, that's that's what a coke. Uh, uh, why, why do I keep saying a a a, a, a real beard? So uh, <laughs> I mean, like for that. the and for mo, you know, for uh, root beer of all things. Oh, root beer, yes. Yeah. Okay, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it right. came out pretty good. Um, but yeah, I was I just listening to your last caller, and I was like, you know what? You need to get your daughter on here. She does so much behind the scenes. I think she needs to yeah. like have a day uh, on on y'all's show. I, I love what she's done to y'all's Instagram account because I I feel like I've been able to keep in touch with everything going on in the city. Um, so that's pretty she cool. really has, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I see that she's um, she's staying busy with her her baking, and I really want to order um, some. I saw she's doing like the cupcake things, and I was like, I'm going to order some 
of those cupcakes. So you have to you have to let me know what flavor mm. you suggest. She's a baking fiend. <laughs> She's a baking fiend. And a very good one too. Yes, it's like she's baking constantly when she isn't doing Instagram. That was a great picture, I have to say, for Cinco de Mayo that she had up there. That was a gorgeous, gorgeous picture. All right, Jenny, you can hold on or you can call us back tomorrow, but we have hard breaks here, so um, we're going to have to say goodbye. Soon. Yeah, thanks for thanks for getting back on the air. We missed y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are listening to WGSO 990 AM. Time for Louisiana Network. Downtown Covington doesn't seem like an obvious place to find an English tea room, but the fact that it's been there almost 20 years proves how good it is. Where else will you find scotch eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain? If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended teas. They ship out the next day, but you should visit. Think about a birthday party or a bridal shower there or Mother's Day high tea. Come pick it up and sit on their lovely patio. Introduce a friend to the English Tea Room. Gift cards are $20 off with the purchase of $100 or $10 off with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, 985-898-3988, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry has sent a letter to the governor urging him to allow barber shops and hair salons to reopen. Landry says even with social distancing guidelines in place, there are ways a person can get their hair cut or nails done safely. Keeping people apart, staggering the scheduling of appointments, or taking less people on a given day, making sure that the sanitizer allowed for them. If people want to wear masks, that should be optional. Governor Edwards has indicated barbers and nail salons will reopen when phase one of the economy begins, which could be May 15th. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser says the state set another record in 2019 for visitors with 53 million tourists last year. Nungesser looks forward to the day when big events can return, and he wants the state to help out. If New Orleans needs money to host a WrestleMania or anything else, or Lafayette needs money, we want to make sure we're putting the money behind those events from a state level while they're struggling. LRN. Welcome, folks. It's finally here. All the fans are out for this once-in-a-lifetime premiere. And, and here's the limo now. Which star will step out first onto the red carpet? It's Show Me $200,000. In fact, it's the whole family of Show Me tickets. Welcome, Show Me $100,000. And welcome, Show Me $20,000. And last, it's Show Me $10,000. Play the Show Me family of games from the lottery. You could win up to $200,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. The great American outdoors are right outside your back door. Get a great deal on a great tool when you save $20 on the tough and dependable steel MS-170 chainsaw. Shop online, pick up at any of over 9,000 local steel dealers. Find yours at stihldealers.com. Offer valid for a limited time at participating dealers while supplies last. See dealer for details and consult state local guidelines for availability of promotional products and pricing in your area. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. I like it. Do you like it, Tom? Gosh, who, uh, what a voice of heaven is from that. What a voice wow. is all I can say. What a voice. Wow. Yeah. Fooled another one. Yeah. 
Let me tell you about Care Restaurant and Supply. You know Care. You've known Care I'm sure forever, I do. Tom. That's a, that's a great place to go to get new parts of equipment and a share, a share of all, all of your uh, uh, everything that would find in, in a uh, well, now they're kind of specializing in sanitizing supplies. But if you are doing your, if you are doing your uh, upgrade to your cooking skills, they can take care of that. We can really things mess up then. But uh, <laughs> that would be me or nobody else. They have this incredible. If you go there, don't miss the gigantic paella pan as you walk in the door. And he's got some cool old Hobart mixers there. But that's not what you're really going for. You're going for things that you can, that can help you uh, to jack up your cooking if you're at home. If you are a restaurant, mm-hmm. a lot of good containers, new to go containers, yeah, sanitizing well, whatever it supplies. Is. Get a move like on because it's about time for the end of the okay, hour. Okay, so 8 to 4, they're open. 8 to 4 weekends, but that's only until the restrictions are lifted. To quote Peter Care, and he does like to say this, buy local. Our city depends on it. Care Hotel and Restaurant Supply. Call them at 482 Tom, you had dinner with James Beard once, didn't you? I did. I had lunch with him. Had him and lunch. what had, was that had, like? Had, had lunch. It was at the Rose. Well, it wasn't the Roosevelt Hotel at that time. It was the... Um, Caribbean room. The Caribbean room. It was in their private dining room. Uh, mm-hmm. That would have been in the gosh, uh, twenty. I want to say two thousand eighty nine. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah, that, actually, that that is about when it happened. Yes. I, I'm, I'm thinking that, but it you was said certainly. You talked about what pleasures could be coaxed out of a good potato. Yes. Without made a big butter point or salt, even if you knew how to cook it, what would that be? Because I kind of think a potato needs butter and salt. Well, there's all kinds of changes Cheese you can make bacon. on darn near anything. But the other thing that he told me, uh, he said, you know, a lot of people uh, read the article that I put down uh, that environ that <clears throat> recommended uh, people who are having a little bit of a weight problem to use a more than the average amount of lemon juice which I'd never heard of before but uh, he uh, assured me that that really is something it's not uh, amazing but uh, it's supposed so- to burn fat hot lemon yeah, water it, it was something along those lines but uh, he had a couple other I things noticed that it works yeah. <laughs> hot lemon water and two eggs supposedly change your metabolism to burn fat. That's yeah. that's the current. Theory. Well, it could be. But anyway, it was an interesting uh, afternoon there uh, at the at the um, Caribbean room. Caribbean room. The Caribbean room. I can't uh-huh. put that in there. Okay. Did you have a mile high pie there? Uh, I, I did not, uh, and I yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have, have eaten that anyway. I huh? wouldn't have put that on his uh, <laughs> menu. That's, that's it's kind of a ridiculous thing. It's not, Tom. It's delish. <clears throat> okay, well, you eat all of mine. It's delicious. It's all I'm right really glad that Jack Perfectly. Rose kept it. I'm glad Jack Rose kept it. Anyway, you said that he died in 1985. Oh, so you you talked to him like right before he died in 1985, and his house in Greenwich Village 
where he lived and taught, became the headquarters for an educational foundation named for him. It's become the mm-hmm. leading awarder of prizes he to American is chefs, cookbook yep. writers, and others in the food biz. Mm-hmm. His name carries so much stroke that restaurants all over America willingly pay yeah, I, all I'm, the expenses. I'm not a big fan, uh, but I have about 12, 15 uh, James Beard uh uh, menus Dinner, about menus, them. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So, so they, the restaurants will. How does that work, Tom? When the restaurants go up there to host a dinner, and they invite people to come, they they pay for that, of course. But um, who pays? What is what is the premise under which that happens? What? A James Beard dinner at the James Beard Foundation oh, uh, with a restaurant, like a local restaurant here, my, that would go yeah. up and do a James Beard I, thing. I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that... Uh, okay, uh, we have a yeah. caller. Yeah, well, let me finish this. Okay. Uh, what goes on is that the James Beard organization is a charity. Yeah. And so the people who would come to that... Uh, dinner? To that dinner, yeah, that's right. Um would be expected to put in some money. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not cheap, for sure. No. All right. Let's go to the phones. Let's see who's there. Come on in. Brawley. Is that right? Yes, it is. Come on in. We'd love to have you here. Yeah, I'd I'd like to give a a shout-out to to the restaurants in town that are uh, making the best of a bad situation. Uh, It's all of our commanders are starting to ship nationwide. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Mother's is looking at doing it, too. Yeah. There's some restaurants who have had a lot of fun in lockdown. Let's put it that way. We've enjoyed, because we spend the time at nomenu.com compiling what everyone is doing so that people Mm -hmm. can know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've enjoyed a lot of what Commander's has done. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. All right, we are on day number, not day of, but uh, our number, What's where are we in our show today? We are just about, uh, well, not just about, but we are about uh, halfway through or more on the first hour. Why, Tom? I'm just asking it to get a feeling <laughs> of it. There's the clock we right are, there. <laughs> uh, we have much more of the program, though, so we're going to turn it over to the people who are coming over to listen to us. So uh, how about that? 504-556-9696. Did you have anything else there? Is it Brawley? Brawley? Oh, okay. Well, we'll Good. hear from him again. All right. So back to James Beard. It's a it's a it's a nonprofit and and it's really grown. That's for sure. It's really really grown over the over the years. Anyway, Tom, we are going to go out to one of the Cinco de Mayo festivities tonight. And what are you going to get? What is your favorite Mexican thing to get? Where is, what is this? Your favorite Mexican thing to get when you eat Mexican food. Usually we oh, make uh, Tom eat Mexican oh, food. Yeah, 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 no, I, I don't have to even think about that. It's it's called Moro de... de wait, mole Poblano. Mole Poblano. Yes, Mole Poblano. Mole Poblano. Yeah. Okay, but Tom, you know, not everyone has Mole Poblano. That's true, but it's not that big a deal. It's not expensive. It's you chocolate. Can, it's a chocolate sauce, right? Yeah, what kind else of. Is in but it, it's though? it's. A, uh, there are a lot of other ingredients that would be uh, 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 Latin American style uh, things. Nothing really out of the wild. But uh, mole poblano is not something that has uh, 
show it off uh, all the time. It's kind of rare over here. Yeah, no, it's it's very rare <laughs> because it's uh, you're the only one that likes it that I know of. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Let's let's see. Uh, let's let's see if anybody is listening to our show. Put it out to the audience. If you are uh, someone who uh, you will see it here and there at uh, restaurants. Uh, Mexican higher, restaurants around town. Higher, higher end kind of Mexican restaurant. Yeah. So if you uh, if you find that this is the sort of dish that you like a lot, or that that one in particular, call us up and tell us about it, and we I'd love to hear how people feel about that because it's one that not everybody knows. I was about to say. Yeah. What I want to know, I'm going to pose a different question. Anybody who's ever tried mole poblano, call us five zero four five five six nine six. Nine six. Ron, the gourmet yeah. waiter, I think. He well, said. let's let's go to him. But before we go to her, uh, just wrap it up there uh, and uh, tell us it's about just. Ron, Ron, you know, the gourmet waiter, wants to tell us. I'm sure what he's been cooking, etc. Well, well, let's move over. Hey, Ron. To him. Good afternoon. How are you all doing? And congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. I can hear you loud and clear. The website is ten out of Great. ten. As I always remind you, your website is freaking fantastic. Thank you. Wonderful. You're welcome. I used to build websites, so I know when I'm looking at a good one, and you've got a great one. Imagine that. Well, we have we have a we have a secret. We have some we have some powerful uh, progeny here. You know, we have some. We we did good in that reproduction <clears throat> department. Anyway, Definitely. go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, being as the also a, a, a one such guy. Uh, that's a wonderful thing to have, to have yes. a wonderful mother or father, sister, brother, uh, any of yeah. those things that really makes a Let's huge... Let's just say they're very competent. They're highly competent, mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. So what are you doing today for Cinco de Mayo, Ron? Oh, we're going to have a... We're having a party like 1999 in about two hours in the neighborhood. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? We're, we're throwing down. We're going to have some tequila drinks. Uh, I'm going to be at the grill. I've got some uh, handmade, actually homemade... Uh, tortilla rolls that Did I made out of flour. Did you make homemade tortillas? How hard is that? It's easy. There's four ingredients. It's flour, water, salt, and oil. That's it. Okay. Um, I, well, wait, but, but, in, but it's masa, right? Um, it could I just, be. I just, I just call them uh, homemade tortillas. Now, I love mole, okay, but I'm going to say something. Mole say is very difficult to make, as Tom indicated, because there's so many ingredients in it, but I'm going to give you a shortcut. Okay. okay. Tell go, us. go buy go buy a bottle of mole that somebody made, and, and walk, <laughs> I'm, serious, I'm serious. And what you want to do is you want to kind of beef you. it up a little bit. Your, your first mole, go buy somebody else's. But before you go buy that bottle, go back and look at what's in a mole. And 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 when you buy that bottle, buy a couple of those ingredients that you really like, and then take that bottle of mole home, pour it into a little pot, get it warmed up a little bit, taste it. And then you're going to say, you know what? I think I ought to put a little bit of this in there. The things that okay. you like. It's just a very complicated sauce uh, yeah. to make. That and, it and is. It, if, if you ever do make mole, my suggestion, make quite a bit of it and just give it to your friends. Okay. I'll Good idea. Now, Ron, uh, one, I have to say. One, go ahead. What? You have about sorry, 30 one, seconds. One real, one real, okay. One real quick correction. Care Restaurant Supplies open until 3 p.m., not 4 p.m. Oh, Really? Okay. Yeah, I, huh. I, I went by the other day and they were closed. I went on the website. Huh. It said 3 p.m. Okay. 
All right. Well, he said they would be changing periodically. So anyway, gotcha. all right, that's good. Thank you. Uh, you'll have to call us with a report on your gigantic uh, festival because I'm sure it's going to be interesting. Thanks. I'll Ron. also send pictures. Thank you all very much. Take care. Bye. You're listening to WGSO 990 AM. Downtown Covington doesn't seem like an obvious place to find an English tea room, but the fact that it's been there almost 20 years proves how good it is. Where else will you find scotch eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain? If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended teas. They ship out the next day, but you should visit. Think about a birthday party or a bridal shower there or Mother's Day high tea. Come pick it up and sit on their lovely patio. Introduce a friend to the English Tea Room. Gift cards are $20 off with the purchase of $100 or $10 off with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, 985-898-3988, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Ever since the lockdown began, food delivery has risen to a place of high prominence. Our dog wants his treats delivered to him as he stares at us. Even Tom has conceded that gourmet food can still be delicious after it has been delivered to your door. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Regardless of what happens next, delivery of food is here to stay. Do it with a local company. Do it a lot cheaper than the big guys, Delivery Nola. They deliver everyone who is anyone. Download the app. Go to DeliveryNola.com. That's D-L-I-V-E-R-Y Nola.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180, with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I get misty just holding your hand. Tom's going to be singing with himself now. That's a good one, Tom. I thought you did a really good job doing those rejoinders. I, uh, a rejoinder yeah. is not like uh, to rejoin with someone, but to, uh, to beat up on them. <laughs> Look it up in the book. I will do that, Tom. I will definitely do that. How are you liking the parish coffee that you're drinking? The Parish Coffee is a, a good coffee. I've been getting a lot of good reports on uh, It has an interesting, first of all, it's easy to find because it has this blue package. In every other way, it's a regular little it's pound purple. of... Uh, and uh, you can you bake it, uh, we don't bake it, but you uh, make it in the normal way. And uh, it's got a lot of uh, ch- uh, chicory in it, which is something I like. If uh, It's kind of getting hard to find chicky to, be- chicky to begin with, so... Uh, I'm happy getting that from them, and uh, you know, good produce, good. Uh, they have, they have a lot of different. First of all, they have two. They have their basic line. This is Parish Coffee. It's a purple bag with a little yellow rooster on it because you're supposed to wake up to Parish. Hashtag wake up to Parish. But they have dark roast, a medium roast. They have decaf. And coffee and chicory. That's their basic line. And then they have a bunch of fun flavors, kind of like the New Orleans ice cream where it's all New Orleans based. 
So go to their website, and you can order right off the website, but you can find it around town also. Oh, they also have a Viennese, I want to say Vietnamese too, Tom. (laughs) Viennese, Viennese blend. That is Parish Coffee. This is good stuff. My coffee coffee spies have told me this is excellent, excellent coffee. It's a great product. It's a a gourmet coffee uh, at not a gourmet price. Parish Coffee. It's a purple bag. 504-556-9696 is the number if you would like to chat with us. We would love to have you do that. We are talking about, as usual, not much of anything, just having to do with food. And we like food, and we know that most people do like food, too, which is why we like Mm -hmm. to talk about it so much. It's a big deal for me. I have it every day. It's been the big deal for you for about 45 years. Could be, but it's uh, that's what makes New Orleans special. It is. I have someone named. What makes it special? I have uh, uh, someone. uh, We have uh, another caller. Yeah, and it's uh, Lauren is the name. Okay. Lauren, we've got you. Hi. Hey. Hi, it's nice hearing from you today. Thank you. It's nice to hear you. I wanted to congratulate you, Tom, on your new show, on the new station, and thrilled that you're here and thrilled that you're back. Hi, Marianne. Hey. And I just wanted to say hi and uh, chit-chat with you about food. Heard you talking about James Beard and your experience Mm -hmm. with him. And uh, I've dined at the Beard House myself a couple of times. It's a very interesting experience. I'll bet it is. Mm. Okay, that's and Tom's it, phone going off. I'm going to have to find Tom's phone first. What? <laughs> okay, that's going to be tough. Cause, all right, go ahead. I want to hear about your James Beard experience, though. Well, it's really fascinating because James Beard, when you tour the home, Tom, you'll probably remember this, but back in the day, they would take you, and, and there was a notoriously a shower on the exterior of the home on the porch on the rear and Mr. Beard was a notorious exhibitionist and he liked to shower <laughs> on this exterior porch uh, you know to kind of show off to the neighborhood <laughs> and no he kidding was, really yeah notoriously known for that huh wow but the okay. but the experience of going was it in the backyard or the front yard I hope it was in the backyard huh it was in the backyard, but it was he was on the second level. He was he was visible. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, who did you? What what dinner did you go to? Was it a local restaurant? It was. Okay. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go with um, to be there for the John Besh Steakhouse dinner. Uh huh. And was there for that. And I've also been with the gang from the Windsor Court. Uh, long ago when uh, Jonathan Wright was the executive chef and Keegan Gerhardt was the pastry chef and I actually um, assisted, you know, just me style, I mean, just like a helper helper with him in the kitchen on the dessert. And that was really, really amazing. The evolution of those dinners and how they work is fascinating because nowadays, a lot of people, because it's very expensive to go at, to the Beard House. As yeah, it really very is. Expensive. And so a lot of times they're sponsored by various, you know, knife companies or, you know, liquor, co- all different kinds of, of companies will sponsor these dinners and help fund the ability for chefs and restaurants to go and do their beard dinners. And then there's, of course, the paying patrons who pay this for a seat at the tables to experience those dinners. And so all of that, of course, going 
to the James Beard Foundation. Uh, and then, and they do all kinds of interesting things, uh, whether it's scholarship monies, et cetera, et cetera. But the dinners themselves are really, really a lot of fun. Very interesting experiences. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, <laughs> thank you for telling that story because that's not something, I mean, I'm sure I'm never going to go to the Beard House, but that's, uh, that's actually not surprising and, uh, and very interesting. Yeah, I don't know sure. why you would never go to the Beard House. I bet that if you really wanted to, you could go anytime you wanted to. It would be really you know fun. What? You'd have a great time. Well, you know there's, this is going to sound almost morbid, but your biggest problem with uh, getting in at the board uh, <laughs> is that he has deceased. I think I, think I knew where so, you were going with that. I was trying to decide if I was going to jump in and stop you or not. Um, but, uh, you know, that said, I mean, he has... So you will not get a chance to yeah. see him take a shower on the second Well, level. You'll, you'll learn all about no. him. And, and <laughs> no, really, I'm, you can see yeah. all of the things that he's done over the years. Uh -huh. And, and uh, I think that's worthwhile. Of course, of course. Yeah. Although the shower would be more to talk about. But anyway, um, Lauren, I don't go to New York. I oh, no. we We lived in New York, the kids and I for the summer about, I don't know, 12 years ago. And I have been permanently cured of New York from that oh, experience. Oh, no. A lot of people <laughs> have that opinion. I liked it a lot before then. But, I mean, have you, have you spent any, like, really long time there? Because it's really one thing to go for a few days, and it's something else to spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I lived in Manhattan when oh, I was about. Oh, you did? About, okay. Yeah, did you, I lived in Manhattan. Were you stupid when I was enough 10. to have a car? Because that was kind of the problem for me. <laughs> no, not at ten. I didn't have a car. Um, we, oh, I lived ten. I'm sorry. Okay. 10. <laughs> no, and then I've been back uh, for extended stays a lot of times to New York. Uh, I, I, I'm a huge fan, but I, I kind of like to eat off the beaten path when I go there. So I tend to go uh, down to the East Village or you know Lower uh -huh. East Side. And I tend to eat down there, and I eat a lot of, um, of course, I eat a lot of Jewish food. I eat, you know, Gus's at pickles, and I'll uh -huh. go and eat in the Japanese and the Asian section parts of town, and have I'll find these like little tiny places that serve, you know, Japanese style, uh, you know, various ramen, like almost a stand-up ramen bar uh -huh. or curry, Japanese curry, Katz curry. Oh, it's definitely and an international city. No two ways about it. Right. And so I usually have a good time like hunting down those things. And then, of course, I like going to some of the fancy schmancy places. But I get it. It's a crowded place. And it's not for everybody, for sure. No, no, you know what it was? It was the car thing. I'm not kidding you when I tell you this. I had to set an alarm every morning for 7 a.m. to get out of bed, get into my car, and drive around the block looking for another place to park because of the street cleaners. Have you ever heard this story? Oh, sure. I mean, oh, I'm sure so there are like, a lot of them like, like that. It's so stressful. I mean, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I just I could not wait to get out of there. And I've only been back twice since then very briefly. Well, and I'm from but, Chicago originally, and so when you live in a downtown, like, you know, live in a, in a city like that, you know, if your building is, if you're fortunate enough, your building has a garage, then you don't have to deal with all of that kind of thing. And, right. yeah, right. that stress, yeah. that parking thing can be very stressful. Oh, it, it's, it's, like, unbelievable. Anyway, I, uh, I like living in the country where I can walk at night and step out on the deck when it's bright moonlight and I can hear the whippoorwill calling. 
Uh, so it just depends on the person. But up until, and also I think, I think I'm just beyond the age of really digging the intensity of New York. You know, you know, it's funny. Me, I love because I grew up listening to the city sounds. So for me, um, I lived in the, on the 30th floor of Lake Point Tower in Chicago um, for a very long time. And you could open, actually open the windows, but I don't mean like to the open air. They would uh, like transom open. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the sounds that you would hear would go whoosh like that. And you would look out and you would see the beautiful light going from where I was going west of sh- on Chicago, you know, looking westward. And the Standard Oil building and all those neon signs and those sounds and the smells and all of that. For me, that's extremely comforting. And yeah. the country stresses me out a little. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? And, we, and I have to go after this. But... Um, if we were all in love with the same person or all wanted the same job or all were after the same kind of food, it'd be rough, you know? That's a quotation <laughs> from, from Mr. De- Dick Brennan, Jr. Yeah. I'm senior, actually. Yeah, thank heaven for uh, that. That's, that right. quotation comes okay. from him. We will take uh, our leave, and thank you so much for calling in for your good wishes. Really appreciate it. W- WGSO 990, the number is 556 are we, am I? Say hello, it's a lucky day. Kiss the moon goodbye and be on our way. It's a lucky day because I found you. Gonna build a new world around you. Touch the sun and run. It's a lucky Covington doesn't seem like an obvious place to find an English tea room, but the fact that it's been there almost 20 years proves how good it is. Where else will you find scotch eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain? If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended teas. They ship out the next day, but you should visit. Think about a birthday party or a bridal shower there or Mother's Day high tea. Come pick it up and sit on their lovely patio. Introduce a friend to the English Tea Room. Gift cards are $20 off with the purchase of $100 or $10 off with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, 985-898-3988, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Ever since the lockdown began, food delivery has risen to a place of high prominence. Our dog wants his treats delivered to him as he stares at us. Even Tom... Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Speaking on the Senate floor, Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, says the last thing the United States needs is for the political left to exploit this crisis to achieve other goals they've wanted for a very long time. This cannot be about ideological transformation. It needs to be about what will actually work for the American people. 
The senator also calling for folks to come together during this very difficult time. President Trump in Phoenix, Arizona. Mayor Kate Gallego telling MSNBC what she hopes to hear from the president. What I hope the president will say is that he's still committed to saving American lives. Arizona has just under 9,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus and 362 deaths. The president will be touring a Honeywell facility that makes N95 masks. You're listening to USA Radio News. You know what's really smart? Wash your hands frequently, practice social distancing, and stay home if told to do so. You know what's really dumb? To ignore your immune system. Right now, more than ever, your health depends on a strong immune system. The experts at Immunicorp will give you their seven-step guide to immunity for life, free. Why? Because we want you to be smart and healthy. Simply call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunocorp has been producing the world's leading immune system products for more than two decades. To get your free seven-step guide to immunity for life, call 800-446-3063. 800-446-3063. Be smart. Don't ignore your immune system. Your life depends on it. Call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunityforlife.com. The Senate Intelligence Committee is getting back to work. As we hear from USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. The U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee is holding a confirmation hearing at this hour for John Radcliffe to be the next director of national intelligence. Speaking on Capitol Hill, Committee Chairman Richard Burr said Radcliffe has been asked to lead the U.S. intelligence community during a time of profound challenge and great threats. We expect that you will lead the intelligence community with integrity and ensure that the intelligence enterprise operates lawfully, ethically, and morally. Burr, a Republican on that committee. A country music legend is spending his time today reading a children's book to kids over a Facebook Live event. Hi, I'm George Strait, and today I'm going to read you a book, boys and girls. It's called Never Ask a Dinosaur to Dinner. The virtual program was started last month to help entertain and promote reading. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. The way Sweden is handling the coronavirus is different than many other countries. No lockdowns, no shuttered businesses or elementary schools, no stay-at-home orders as well. So far, Sweden has reported just over 2,000 COVID-19 cases per million population. That's lower than the United States, the United Kingdom, France, Spain, and Italy. Sweden is still making sure people have proper spacing at restaurants, and they did ban gatherings of more than 50 people, Bjorn Lumborg is a director of the Copenhagen Consensus, which is a thing. we got a few clouds tonight. We'll have some come in tomorrow, too, but it's mostly dry by tomorrow night and early Wednesday. There's a possible shower to come down with a weak front that's going to be moving through. That's going to restore some low humidity around the area to give us back a nicer feel of the air. Warm and humid coming up again tomorrow. Overnight lows of 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, it's back to the middle to upper 80s. 
Tomorrow night, isolated to finish showers early Wednesday, moving out. Sunshine Wednesday for the afternoon, gradually becoming less humid. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Are you receiving unemployment insurance benefits in Louisiana? Because of the large number of people applying for benefits, we're working to make online process faster. Using the last number of your Social Security number, here's when you can file. 0 through 3, file on Sunday. 4 through 6, Monday. 7 through 9, file on Tuesday. Wednesday through Saturday is open to all Social Security numbers. You must file for recertification every week. Thank you for helping LWC help you. Song. I do too. It's the Fitzmorris is here. Marianne and Tom talking food like Tom has done for gosh, Tom. Back in, uh, I started doing a radio Long program. Uh, right here oh, on this station. Right here. Uh, yeah. And uh, we uh, started in on it. I chose that as my uh, music yeah. to start off the uh, uh, how we. Uh, the food Got show is what. Okay, but you started you start on WGSO with another show a long time before the food show, right? Well, yes and no. It's a the the no is WWNO on in WNO. Yeah, but so, then you went to GSO. But then too. D- I went to WGSO, which I did yeah. for quite a while, yeah. and then uh, I was on as you and know. And then I hired you for WSMV, and uh, you started the food show. I have uh, four letters on the top of my microphone, the kind of microphone that you find in an old style radio uh, 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 item. Tom's a radio geek. And so it says WSMV. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a. They piece killed of- that off a few years ago, yeah. which is really really too bad. That was a really old station. Oh well, but at least we and have the remnants of the call letters on Tom's yep, mic. Yep, we do. Yes, we do. Tom, you love Maple Street Cafe, don't you? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's one that you you look over the menu, you uh, look through the menu, uh, you try to make a decision as to where you're going to dinner or lunch or whatever it is. And where you want to go on a holiday season, you find that uh, the French, uh, the the place uh, Maple Street Cafe, Maple Street Cafe, mm-hmm. uh, can serve all of those needs uh, from the when you have little kids that you want to take out for a holiday, you can find everything you need there. There's uh, the the. It's Mediterranean. The Mediterranean, sure. It's also Healthy. it's also a hamburger and fries too. Well, if you but, so, but for the most part, that's not why you'd go there. You'd no, go there but, for their delicious fish almond. But the kids sure love it, yeah, and, and the yeah. moms love it too. Yeah. Well, they have uh, best Greek salad ever, in my opinion. It is served in a bread bowl. It's got a lot of feta. It's got a really tangy, delicious, light vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. But they also have a lot of great light fish dishes. If you were trying to eat Mediterranean style, yeah, this would be a great place to go. Yeah, it's got some French choice. influence, but it's it's got that light, fresh Mediterranean feel to it. The Maple Street Cafe is a charming little bistro on Maple Street, 7623 Maple Street. Call them at 314-9003. They have daily specials every day, and they are happy to tell you what they are. 556-9696 is the number if you would like to chat with us about food. That's what we do. That's all we do. And we do that a lot. We've been doing it a long, long time, too. Actually, I haven't. You've been doing it for a long time, Tom. 
I've only been doing it with you for about a year. Tom, you like Peruvian food too, don't you? Uh, I can't say that I have a real feeling for it. It's not something we have ever had very much of here in New Orleans. There is a little bit. There are a couple of places that have, uh, and Peru, you can probably take first from the, the name. Uh, it comes from that part of the world down in South America. This is not something we have ever had a lot of here in New Orleans. It doesn't make it either good or bad, but it's there it is, and it is something that you don't find often. Yes. But you know what? It's not It's not unapproachable. When I oh, talked no, to Juan yeah. Locke, uh-huh. who runs Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar with his wife Tatiana, they were talking about the things that they have that even I would eat, because I confess to being actually an unapologetic hamburger girl. But um, they have things like duck confit. I love duck confit. They have hanger steak. I love hanger steak. We made some the other day. Tenderloin tips, a lamb shank. I don't know. That's pretty, I mean, I'm sure it's got an interesting twist to it because it's an international cuisine with influences from places like Africa, Japan, China, France, and Italy. And uh, it's one of the top five cuisines in the world. So um, go see them. It's, they've been there for three years, which will tell you that it's probably pretty good because for a Peruvian place to be in New Orleans for three years, that's good. It's, it is Pisco. It is the Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar. And Pisco is a thing in and of itself, which is really, really cool. It is made from fermented grapes. Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar is on Magazine Street right off of Robert. Tito's Ceviche and Pisco Bar. They have great desserts, too. Could we ask you to call it uh, Pisco, like that? Yeah. Pisco. Pisco. Because if you come out of it with a kind of an A influence on it, you might might find it as funny. All right. 5569696 is the number. That's 5569696 if you would like to call us and chat about food. So if you've been cooking in lockdown, as we have, and we have done some pretty, we've done some pretty impressive spreads then they go in the refrigerator and then they may not ever get eaten again but we do get carried away and uh and when we do it it's a lot of food and we did it again over the weekend but we have been doing a lot of cooking and have enjoyed it very very much we did the gw finn scallops the other night but we've done a lot of things that have just been like like i said we have some people who are doing really fun stuff you can pick up different things and sort of make something else from whatever it is that you pick up. Like we, we picked up GW Fins the other night, and we have this barbecue shrimp compound butter that we have to go get some shrimp for, but we're going to make barbecue shrimp from that compound butter. We also got a caper and lemon butter, and we're going to get some fish and do that butter sauce with it. We did it with scallops the other night. Been doing a lot of cooking with wine. Tom, I've gotten I've gotten on board with the cooking with wine thing. Who knew? I mean, you knew and a lot of other people knew, but I didn't realize that uh-huh. 
that everything can be cooked up, not cooked up, but kicked up a few notches with the addition of wine. It really adds a texture. Especially if let's, you know what you're doing, like, uh, well, let's say Brazil, Brazilian or... or let's talk to, uh, did you say Mark, I think? Mark. Mark is on the phone. Margaret, welcome to the no, food Mark. show. Mark. Hello? Oh, Hi no, there. Margaret, I'm sorry. Step okay. right up. Here you go. I have a question for Tom that yeah. I wasn't able to ask yesterday. How All do you right. Cook your red Fire away. I'm sorry, what? Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. What's Repeat. Okay. Uh, yeah. How do you cook your red beans? How do I cook my red bean? My red beans. Uh, red beans. Uh, the main item that I do that's it, uh, in all different the way from the way my mother did it is that uh, she always kept uh, to where the beans. Each of the beans is uh, on its own, and it's. So not creamy, I think not that really creamy. Does, it's not yeah. creamy, uh -huh. and there uh, it it doesn't move me to do creamy. Uh, but when you have these uh, these individual red beans, I just lo love the way that's the, exactly the way my mother did it when I was a kid. Uh, that's how I fix it, and I still fix it that way. So, so you start with the Trinity, like everybody else does. If you want, yeah. And mm -hmm. then, do you do you soak beans, Tom? Or no? no, I don't think there's any benefit to it. Do you soak beans, Margaret? No, I don't. Uh, for the same reason. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that sounds like a good idea, but it's really a big zero. I wonder how many people do versus don't. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of difference, but I think there's a a common misconception that it does. It'd be interesting to see. Um, it would be. Like to do an experiment to see how they come out one versus the other, but you you probably do the the Trinity right the onions and pepper and celery, Margaret. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, things like that that give you a little bit of uh, flavor extra. What, what sort flavor. of do you do a meat in it? Yes, I buy ham bones and uh, I put a ham bone in my red bean. Yes. Yes. That's so good. Have you ever had the uh, the pork shank and the red beans at Porter and Luke? No, I haven't. I've been to um, Porter it, and Luke. I know. I know. they got to come back quickly. Uh, they've been yeah. really, really, they've been really scaled down over this period. And I tried to pick up a club sandwich, which is just my favorite ever there. And they, they weren't doing it. So... They're dying to come back full full steam ahead. But they do have a ham shank for when they do and red beans, and their red beans are really good. So what is it that you wanted to ask Tom about, like the consistency of the red beans or what he well, puts in them or what? Uh, how he does it, what ingredients he uses, and uh, any hints that he could give me. Do you have any kind of spices that you put in it particularly, Tom? Like dill or anything like that? Any kind of spices that you put in the beans? Like savory or something? Do you put any savory in the red beans, Tom? I'm sorry, what? Do you put any savory in the red savory? beans? Savory? Ah, you caught me on one because I was uh, putting that in uh, recipes in supermarkets uh, about three, uh, 30 years ago. I'm, I'm not kidding. And people would send me... Uh, 
gnomons and, and also about it. And, mm-hmm. and they kept me what what is this i've never heard of where do you go to get us uh, what's is the it name? called summer savory or savory some it's, it's uh, savory generally speaking but summer savory specifies one exact uh variety and then if you try the other kind of uh you get a different flavor out of the pretty much the same uh herbs it's it's kind of interesting uh i don't know how i got started on that but i was driving for a while i was driving the people uh, especially distributors <laughs> in supermarkets say what is this this uh, people are asking for it and they didn't have it uh-huh. uh yeah and uh i said i'm sorry it's it's right here it's the same price and it's got a unique flavor with beans it's like like con- exactly created for beans is that right really i, I, I seem like it to you anyway okay. try it and you tell me tom How thinks that you add whatever celery is normal you add extra celery is that right also don't you love celery, extra that's celery true. and beans yeah. yeah yeah you know i used to make red beans with um italian sausage only because i was up in new jersey when i was making it and that's all i could find but i really like italian sausage with with beans, but it's kind of hard to go wrong with, you know, basic undoey too. Yeah. Does that help you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm. Uh, did you uh, write me this note about with, that included in any way uh, staples? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny because you know, at, at certain um, times of the year, yeah. uh, I have people uh, banging down to get my. Uh, my door open so he can give me yes. some more of that. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Margaret, for calling, and I hope that helps. Um, yes, I'll, pork chops. I'll try the savory. Thank you. Thank you. Pork Bye. chops, fried chicken, all of those are really good with red beans. Uh, you know, I make red beans most of the time without meat, just, uh, wow. just red beans in a vegetarian sort of way. Let's go to Sal. Sal, come on in. Well, it's so good to hear your voices again live. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's a nice thing to hear. The nicest thing you could have heard. And all you have to do is well, turn the radio dial. Isn't that wonderful? I'm only it's saying us. it because it's true. Yeah. I'm actually streaming it through my phone. I don't think I've listened to y'all on the radio in probably four or five years. That's right. Oh, that is it's a shame. always either streaming through the computer mm-hmm. or the, the phone. I have a couple questions for you. Okay. All right, fire away. Um, one, the lake house, I noticed, was pretty pretty uh, active when I passed by for lunch on their patio. And their, uh, well, yeah, I think so, but it's... Uh, it's jumping, and I was yeah. wondering. I called, and there's no no one's answering the phones, and they, the message on the phone, phone says that they're still closed because of the COVID nineteen. Do you know? Have any idea what their hours might be? Now that well, I'm sure they're probably going to be open today until they have to close, which I think is nine o'clock, isn't it? Because I'm sure it is going to be jumping, because that's yeah. a great place to be when it's a beautiful day like this. And I think they just opened. I think they just right. opened. So well, I think a lot of people. The band, the, yeah, the the lift it was lifted where they the restaurants that have outdoor seating can open and provide outdoor seating as long as you walk up. And what they what they have set up right now is their catering food truck 
set up on the back part of the patio, and the patio bar is serving the drinks, and it looks okay. fabulous. We were just well, leave it to Cayman to make uh, make it look great. You leave it to him. Yeah, He's gonna it was do great. It. Yeah. Was are you going? Um, uh, we're well. We were thinking about it, but um, uh-huh. I was trying to get in touch with them to find out what the hours were to make sure that we didn't show up and they were closed. Because I'm I know sure they're not going to be closing until later this evening. I can pretty much well, guarantee we, that. We may definitely um, make our way over there then. And the other thing is, yes, I soak my beans, and I find that one, if I soak them overnight. They tend to, even though the bean is fairly hard, they, they tend to plump up and soften just a bit to where at the end of my cooking, I just take about a cup out, put it in a food processor, or I'll stick the little boat motor processor in the pot, and it creates this creaminess that is just phenomenal. Now, I know what Tom said that he likes his. I was about to say, Tom's not going to agree stand, with you. No, each bean stands on its own, but I like that, that I don't like to do it to all of the beans, but I like to have enough of the creaminess that kind of creates this uh, cohesiveness yeah, like sauce, of the yeah. other beans that stay uh-huh. whole. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, I, I, I switch it up between the different smoked meats. Sometimes we'll do sausage. Sometimes we'll do ham hock. Sometimes we'll do um, smoked also, or, or undoing. You know, but. It's a great idea because you can add so many flavors to a, a plate of uh, red beans by just doing that. It, that especially uh, the yes. spicy yes. things and a little bit of oil in there. As too. long as neither of you talk about the the Popeye's way of making beans, <laughs> I will which not is allow lots it. Of oil, which is lots of oil, right? No, no, it's where you, you grind up the hot dogs. No. Oh, no. really? Are you serious? <laughs> we're going to go to another caller. Just... On that on that note, we're going to go to another caller. You'll have to call us again. No, we're not talking about that. Bye, Sal. Let's go to Frank. Frank is here. Frank, come on in. Good afternoon. I thought everybody Thank knew that. Thank you. This is uh, day two. I tried to get you yesterday, but the satellite from Mars wasn't working too good. Uh, well... <laughs> Let's just say it was a memorable opening day. How's that? It was. It was. Well, uh, you, I'm in the car, and you're talking about red beans. And, and i got to tell you this story. I started there. I'll be married 48 years in October. So I'm dating my wife 49 years ago. I go to the house to eat red beans and rice for the first time, and they have ground meat in the red beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no pork chops, no sausage, no ham, and I put it on my plate, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> but of course, I was trying to war, so I ate them, and I, I got to, I got used to eating them. But now my kids, they will not eat red beans without ground meat. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So wait, so your wife invited you to dinner and that's what she had in it well her parents she was still living with ah, her parents. okay all right and she and so she was she's local yeah they grew up eating it like that because they had so many kids they were such good catholics and they had so many kids that they made the red bean stretch by putting the ground meat in it 
<laughs> you know, my uh, my husband used to say, because I grew up with seven kids in my family too, and everything was made in this one gigantic pot. And then if we had any leftovers, they'd last, last forever. But Tom used to joke. It's a good thing my parents had a sense of humor because Tom used to joke a lot about their cooking. But um, he said that there was always a tank car of red beans behind the house, and they would just go back and get some more whenever they needed it. Well, my wife is Lebanese, so I learned how to eat all the Lebanese cooking. Oh, maybe and, that's it. Uh, you know, if, if that sounds at all uh, unusual, there have long, long been Lebanese people in the New Orleans area. Oh, uh, and, and she for, makes every, everything her mom makes, she makes. And uh, I remember telling her mom after Katrina when she was living with us, I told her, I said, you know, you lived in a shotgun house all the years. And I don't understand how you had nine kids. <laughs> well, if you think about it, all these cultures all over the place live in, you know, hogans and things like that. And they managed to do know, it. You know, it's got so embarrassed. You know, she's in her 80s. She turned so, so red. I said, y'all must have been quiet as church mouse, huh? You know what to say. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad that y'all back, and uh, hope y'all do another 31 years. Oh my goodness! Thank you for calling. My goodness, that's a long time. Yeah. All right, five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to chat with us, the subject is food, as it has been for 31 plus years. Something like that. Here on the food. It's been show. a while, anyway. Yeah, red beans. Red beans with ground meat. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I like my I like my We had some um, we had some Prejean's gumbo last night. Did you like Prejean? Prejean's Prejean and Lafayette. It's I think it's actually in Karen Crow. P R E J E A N S Prejean's. You don't remember that time hmm. we went to Prejean's where they were doing the the um, Cajun dancing while we were there. Hmm. No, I missed that somehow. Well, we had we had um, gumbo that it was it was expensive. Oh, gumbo like there? Is that what you're no, thinking? No, it was like twenty five dollars. No. Uh, Mary Lee picked it up at the Pythian Market, and she remembers. Actually, she is the one. Someone mentioned her earlier in the show. She is working with us now, and um, her big thing is that she really wants to preserve the legacy that Tom has worked up for almost 50 years and has been really, really impressed by Tom's early writings and all of the, all of the no menu, not, before it became um the online version, it was these booklets and these sort of newspaper kind of magazines. And we actually have something in nomenu.com every day on the, in the newsletter called Vintage Tom. And so she reads through all of these things every day uh, to make sure that, you know, there's nothing that wouldn't fly in 2020. And um, has gotten really into the, the subject matter. And one of the things that she was intrigued by was um, 
Prejeans. There was a, a piece in one of those about Prejeans. Do we have another break? I mean, not another break, but do we have another caller? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, so she was intrigued by the fact that Prejeans was out there, and she doesn't remember that time that we were on our way to Texas and we stopped in and did some Cajun dancing with the kids. But um, she wanted to know about the Prejeans gumbo because, Tom, you were talking about how great the Prejeans gumbo was. So when she made one of her deliveries, she is a baker, and has been feverishly baking every weekend, like really crazy baking, and makes deliveries to all of these customers that she has. And so one of the people that she delivers to is the Pythian Market. And so when she was making a delivery over the weekend, she saw that uh, Prejeans has a gumbo, in, and she got some from the case, and it was I couldn't believe that this, I don't know if it was a half gallon or something. It didn't seem like it was that big. But when she told me that it was $25, I was kind of aghast. And there was a, there was definitely a smell that indicated that there was an ingredient in it that we were not used to. And it was an incredibly dark roux. And so last night she warmed it up. And because because we're we're constantly trying to um, stage everything, she was uh, kind of trying to make this rice into like a cake. But our rice cakes don't really actually look so much like the ones that you. Uh, that you see in restaurants. But we try. We definitely do try. You're listening to WGSO 990. The phone number, if you want to talk, is 556-9696. Louisiana Radio Network News. I'm Kevin Barnhart. After setting a new record for visitors in Louisiana last year, the tourism industry is bracing for a bleak 2020. Matt Doyle has more. 53 million people visited in 2019, but it's unlikely anyone's coming in the near future. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser calls it a challenge, but we've weathered Katrina and the oil spill. So if anybody can get through this and shine light on the other side, it's going to be Louisiana. And to lure people back, Nungesser says his office will begin reaching out to groups that canceled their trips with offers of free seafood and music once it's safe to return. When we can give them a little bit of Louisiana land yap on that first night, it may tilt the scales. I'm Matt Doyle. Louisiana surpasses the 2,000 mark on COVID-19 fatalities with 51 new deaths, raising the total to 2,042. The state has seen an encouraging number when it comes to ventilator usage, dipping below the 200 mark to 194, down 26 from yesterday. Total cases just shy of 30,000 and expected to eclipse that tomorrow. Louisiana Radio Network. Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing provide decades of dependability and trust. Mueller being around for 90 years shows that we stand the test of time for our customers. Trust is a gradual thing that's built. It's not something that happens just overnight. Mueller's done a, an excellent job of creating a culture where we, we care about the customer, we care about the products that we're, we're selling, and we want to be there for whatever they might need. That's the Mueller Advantage. 
This is Trace Atkins for the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Growing up in Sarepta, I could see the value of agriculture every time I left the house. Whether it was timber going to the paper mill or cattle in a pasture, I knew the farmers, ranchers, and landowners were keeping my hometown on the map. And the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation helps keep them in business. So join the Farm Bureau today. Become a member at lafarmbureau.org or call your parish Farm Bureau office. The Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. I love those. Let's go to Pike Howard, who's on to talk about Felipe's virtual Cinco de Mayo. Hi, Pike. Hey, how y'all doing today? Thank you so much for having We're doing great. Thank you for calling. So yeah, tell us back. what you got going over there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as you know, it's a little bit harder to find find fun these days. So uh, a colleague of mine had the had the great idea and said, you know, wh- why don't we try an idea where we're where we're bringing, you know, per se mariachi into your into your living room because uh, people you know can't can't go and experience it in the restaurants these days. So uh, we decided to to put together a uh, live Facebook live event where we partnered with a bunch of the local artists that we typically would work with on Cinco de Mayo to do a, a live concert, basically, uh, and, and broadcast it to everyone who, uh, who wanted to participate. So they could technically, uh, of course, choose us to order, order some food and some drinks, whether that be a half gallon of margaritas or gallon and a, a family meal and take it home. And if you have a smart TV or a computer, you can obviously boot up Facebook and, uh, and watch it live on, uh, and streaming live on your, uh, in your living room and enjoy it well you know we've been streaming mass at the uh at the high school that our son attended and uh and i've decided i like that better than actually going to mass so i don't know i wonder if this will replace actually going to things but um are you you're with felipe's yes ma'am that's correct i've uh, been with felipe's for a few years now i focus primarily on finance and development um but it's uh, it's my my family's business that uh, you know Felipe's we're still a family owned business it's been around for 13 years here in New Orleans we've got restaurants now in Florida and we're currently building one up in Maryland uh, oddly enough um, there's a connection there which I could explain but uh, well, I kind of yeah. want to hear it do you mind explaining it because that's kind of yeah, uh, it's kind of random <laughs> yeah it is right so um, I actually grew up in Baltimore and uh, and. Uh, you know, lived there through my whole childhood, and and you know, all this time we were we were sort of looking to grow and and things like that. And we had an uh, individual team member who was with us here in in our home office group, and he his wife got a job up in Baltimore. He ended up moving there, and you know, I t- I told him I said Charles, hey, you know, like this is like the stars aligning. I know the area. You know, I've always wanted to do one up there. Let's uh, let's make it happen. And so we went out and and found some local partners and. Uh, and the restaurant actually will open on June 1st and, oh, and takeout and delivery only. Yeah, too bad. Anybody who's opening a restaurant now, it's not the best uh, not the best no, starting not. point, but, but I'm sure you'll be fine. You know, our son actually graduated from Georgetown Prep in Bethesda, okay. and okay. we were really – Yeah. Know it well. Know it well. So we, we – uh, 
were really big into the, I call it Dos Gringos just because that's an old restaurant in New Orleans, but yeah. Uncle Julio's in Bethesda yep. was a big deal for us. And my daughter is still obsessed with Uncle Julio's. We have to visit one anytime or any place that there is one. So, um, so you're going into that territory now. That's correct, um, and we'll see what happens. You know, it's a it's a good market. It's a good area. You know, it's a large a population. population. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eastern seaboard area. You've got you know Washington D.C. and then you know Philadelphia and and all that right. You know, kind of right around there. So we're uh, we're excited about about that step. Uh, and obviously, is it going to be in Baltimore? It's going to be in Towson, Maryland, actually. I love Towson. My my yeah. niece got married in Towson. There you go. Look, we're making connections. Go figure, right? A small world. <laughs> well, you know what Tom says about the world. He says it's the yeah. New Orleans incest theory, which is everybody. How many people are there? Five hundred people in New Orleans. Five hundred people There's in the entire city. Here. Yeah. yeah. Five hundred people. That's it. And uh, if we had more people than that, <laughs> then you would have uh, uh, your be uncle. Less food for each person. Your uncle yeah. would yeah. not only be the guy you see for plumbing, but also the right. guy uh, who is uh, going to do skates with you. Yeah. Right. Tom's just getting weirder yeah. as he gets older. Just go with it, you know. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's got a guy, right? And somehow you're related to him. I get it. That's Somebody's exactly right. So um, so you're going to be in Towson, and you um, is it in that big, uh, like I call them their fake towns? No, it's, it's just, it's about... Two or three minutes from there, uh, in Kenilworth, near Kenilworth Mall, actually, it's an out parcel space that we built a ground up building. Oh, okay. um, oh wow! So it's gonna be a Mall. big one. Yeah, it'll yeah. be cool. It's uh, it's not too big. It's about thirty five hundred square feet. Um, uh -huh. But uh, it's it's a new standalone spot, and we're and we're excited to uh, to take that next step, and we continue to uh, to try to grow this little engine that could. You know, speaking of of. You know, family and everything. I, I work with my father-in-law, my sister-in-law, my wife, um, my brother-in-law. So you know, it's uh, it's, it's a great family business. That's a real New Orleans story. So, how many location locations do you have now? We have six now. Currently, we got the three here in New Orleans, obviously, and then uh, we've got three in Florida with a fourth for the plan for the end of the year. We'll see kind of how things shake with all that's going on. But uh, so we so we. Ideally, we'd be at eight by the end of 2020. Fantastic. Good for you. All right. So review now your plans for the evening so that people can tune in and dance their mariachi with their gallon and a half. I'm jumping it up to yeah. a gallon and a half of margarita. Go That's ahead. fine. Great. You can do a gallon and a half if you want. We don't have a problem with that. That's totally, uh, totally fine. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that, you know, in that gallon, we've squeezed over 40 hand-squeezed key limes. So uh, in about and and approximately uh, you know over a bottle of tequila, I guess I don't want to get in too much trouble here, but you know drink wow. responsibly. So wow. We, uh, well, if you're not going anywhere, you know it's it's one of those. That's yeah. an advantage that's to right. what's going on now. You can just get totally schwacked at home in a virtual something, you know. Exactly right. Right. But as I mentioned, <laughs> to, to circle back, yeah, we, um, you know, this event was an effort to 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 bring a little bit of fun in a time where there isn't a ton of fun, I guess. And uh, and to allow the artists that we've worked with in the past uh, an opportunity to do what they do best and entertain people, and uh, they they get to uh, play live, and we'll have a, their Venmo account up as well if they want to get tips live during it. Uh, and you know, it's it's just an opportunity to uh, 
to do this thing safely and allow people to enjoy Cinco de Mayo, you know, in the manner that, that we can with what's going on currently. That's great. All right. So how do they get to it? They go to the Facebook page for Felipe's? Yeah, so if you go to the at Felipe's NOLA Facebook page uh, on the events tab, there will be a link there where you can you can go and watch the event live. And uh, the, the, the event will be taking place from 6 p.m. Central Time to 10 p.m. Central Time. And interspersed throughout the performances will be a little bit of commentary from different uh, leadership team members within our company. And, you know, you'll get an opportunity to maybe learn a little bit more about us and, and what we're thankful for, you know. If I could speak to that briefly, uh, you know, in terms of obviously, as you all know, this this past few months for our industry has been uh, quite a roller coaster, and uh, yeah. uh-huh. we're, we're thankful to still have the the doors open and and the team, the majority of the team, gainfully employed, and we were we were also the lucky recipients of the Paycheck Protection Program uh, SBA funding, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and shout out to to America here because uh, it feels great to be. To be given a lifeline like that during a time of extreme need, I, you know, it really has been a lifeline uh, to, to keep the team going and keep things going. Uh, you know, in terms of what it looks like on the backside, you know, I don't have the answer to that. I'm not sure anybody yeah, does. We're not. We're, we're, we're getting away from that in these two hours. So let's just say we hope for the best and, and go yeah. with that. Yeah. I'm good, so, I'm good uh, with that. We're, we're living in the here and now, right? Yes, that's listen, I'll tell you what, I'm loving living in the here and now and I've living in the here and now more than I've ever done and I kinda like it a lot. You know what? I I may have to get some of that margarita, uh, because we actually have two gigantic sombreros that I've just never gotten rid of hanging around the house. And All right, uh, we're here. I can picture the scenario right now. It's you and Tom, and you guys both have your sombreros on. You got a nice uh, half gallon or gallon, gallon and a half, I guess. You, I have Tom with earlier. me, so I need two gallons. Go ahead. Okay, two gallons, perfect. And you guys are sitting there watching the Facebook Live event, enjoying mariachi in your in your in the safety of your home. That sounds there like a win. Go. I like it. All right, thank you for calling, Pike. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you so much. Happy Bye. Cinco de Mayo. All right, there he goes. We've got about 20 minutes left of the show. Is it 20? Yeah, 20 minutes left of the show. 5569696. If you would like to chat with us, Thomas, tell me about your favorite poor boy. I know where it is. You, uh, my favorite poor boy? Yes, they're going to say you shouldn't only talk about the poor boy, but that really is what you want to talk about at D. Martinez, huh? That's uh, one of my favorite places, but uh, the one I actually like better than that is. Um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh. Well, we're it's talking about De Martinez, so let's that, let's just talk about De Martinez. Well, we could talk about them, the De Martinez yeah. in Covington yeah. is where you like it. It's, it's very it's good. It's the yeah. toasted sesame That's bread. It. Yeah. And uh, and you like you like that probably at least you've been saying that for years better than anyone that you know. And we always yeah. go over there and get the poor boy from De Martinez. They have um. They have other things. They have Demartino started out as a muffalata place. Yep, that's uh, and that's they it. have three locations on the West Bank: one in Algiers, one in Terrytown, one one in Terrytown, and one um, in uh, let's see, Algiers, Terrytown, and Marrero. And now they have a place in Covington, which is a much more upscale kind of place. And a lot of more upscale kind of food. So if you love DiMartino's muffaladas 
and would like to experience them in a kind of much more upscale restaurant. You'll have to drive to Covington, but that's not such a bad thing. They are located on Highway 21 in Covington. That's DiMartino's, Muffaladas, and other things. Ron, the gourmet native, well, I didn't... We okay. just heard to ask you to Oh, Don, see the gourmet neighbor. The, well, the Don, you're not the gourmet neighbor anymore. Well, yes, it's still right down the street. Because <laughs> we're not down the street anymore. Well, well, you, but the studio is, so I'm still the yeah, gourmet neighbor. Yeah, but it's not the you're same not, studio. No, but the WGSO studio is not far from me either. It's not far I'm either. You're right. You're right. No, so I'm not changing my name, Mary. Okay, no, don't name, change your name. Don't change anything <laughs> about yourself, Don. How are you? I am wonderful, and I cannot tell you how good it is to hear both of your voices on a normal radio station where I can turn it on, listen yes. immediately, regardless of where I am, and people are calling. Yes. We kind of like it, too. They can, they're calling because they can hear you again, and I can hear how excited they are, so I'm happy for both of you. I know. We're excited, very, too. Very happy. Now, Don is, let me say to anyone who has not been around for four years, that Don is not only the gourmet neighbor, but he's the kind of neighbor you want. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Don, Don lives in a condominium in the warehouse district and cooks for his neighbors all the time. I do. I do. I, I, you know, ever since it's just the two of us, I still have not learned quite how to scale down portions. So I find myself still, still cooking for six people. And it's like, what am I doing? Me too. So they, they just got lucky. You know, I just served the neighbors. And as you know, we've all been kind of feeding ourselves through this craziness. Uh, so there are four couples and uh, we trade off at least once a week. Somebody makes an entire meal, puts it in a nice little box, delivers it hot and prepared to your door, knocks and walks away. So it's, oh, it's pretty cool. Man. Yeah. Don will send pictures to us uh, yes. by email, and he always sends pictures that look really great. And whenever he does, I send him a reply, won't you be my neighbor? Because I would love for someone to knock on my door with the kind of food that he sends pictures of. Yeah. Well, I tell you, one, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to, I was reading your, uh, your newsletter, and uh, that's the uh, Brennan Commissary. Yes. That, that looks really interesting. I think we're going to do um, – I really like the part where they do the packages. Yeah. Uh, so they have a, the steak package with, I think it's a cream spinach and a scallop potatoes. And to be honest, when you – and, of course, you have to cook the steak yourself. The other two items are cooked but cooled. Um, they have a Chateau Briand, 20 ounces on there. I think it's $52. First of all, in normal times, it's hard enough to find a Chateaubriand, much less today. And if I can feed two people, we can probably get three meals out of 20 ounces. That, that's a great price. Don, when you cook your Chateaubriand, will you come over and knock on my door and leave it? Sure. I'm probably going to sous vide it. Is that okay? Don is the only person I know who has a sous vide machine at his house. Everybody has them now. They're inexpensive. They're small. They're portable. Trust me. Okay. If you if you have a sous vide, guys, please call Tom and Marianne and tell Yeah, I want to hear if you've got a sous vide. I I stand by my assertion that you are the only person that no. has called this show who has a sous vide machine. 
it's g- Google it. You'll see Google Anova. Oh, I know what they look like. I know what they look like, but mostly only oh, chefs have them. But Don oh. makes wonderful things with his sous vide machine. I will say that. All I got to say, Don, is have you seen the picture from the Fitzmorris household of our Cinco de Mayo festival? Because I got to say that was killer. It is actually on my screen right now. That is gorgeous. Isn't it a gorgeous picture? We have the best little Instagram stager. I'm telling you. What are you taking the pictures with? Just a phone. Just an iPhone. Really? Really? (laughs) No, she's, she's an artist. She's amazing. She's, She's an artist. I mean, of, you know, she did a when we got the GW fin scallops the other day, and she plated mm-hmm. up the fish fins. She was I plating that. that. Yeah. I mean, she's an artist. And then she yeah, complains constantly, and I go, "Shut up! You love what you're doing. You love it." <laughs> so, so by the time you eat this food, is it cold? Well, we do have to warm it sometimes. Okay, I would, <laughs> we do. Because that, we do. That would take me. That would take me three hours to get to that. It's gorgeous, beautiful. Picture. No, no. She, we, we do. We wind up do. The other day when we did the GW fins thing, we had to cook the scallops, and she was busy plating all the stuff, and then we wound up having to warm it a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, all right. I'm so glad time. you Good called. You. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so it's glad to hear you too. All right. Let Thank me, you. Um, okay. Um. I'm going to talk about Pelican Club because Pelican Club is one of our favorites, favorites. And it's beautiful weather, just like I said. You can go pick up from Pelican Club. They have a very extensive menu, including their signature dishes, the seafood ravigat. They have a wonderful fried green tomato crab cake, jumbo lump crab cake. They have fried chicken, oddly enough. And local fish and shrimp, that Thai style. They have Louisiana slow-cooked Wagyu short ribs. Delicious, delicious. They have their white chocolate bread pudding and uh, lots of wines at great prices. They have about six or seven choices of uh, white wines and about double that many red wines. Call ahead. Order. 523-1504, Wednesday through Sunday. They are open from 11 to 7 to pick up and go right outside on Exchange Alley and sit down and enjoy a wonderful gourmet meal um, to go, but doesn't have to go too far. 615 Bienville, that's Pelican Club. Pelican Club, one of our favorites. All right, let's go to Sal real quick. Sal, just got a few minutes for you. I'm just going to make it real quick. I'm so excited to tell you that the hours are shorter than we thought, but the lake house is open until sunset, and I'm really excited because I just found out from my wife we're going. Okay. Okay. We may see you there. We may see you there. Well, that would be awesome. We were looking at that one, too. Okay. Thanks, Al. I'm glad you called back to say that. Usually I don't let anybody call back, but I figured he had something important. 5569696 is the number. Just got a few more minutes to the program. Okay. Daniel, oh, the, the, the chel- no, tell us. him in a long time. And hey, uh, that's a great thing to have. Hey, Tom. Hey, Marianne. Marianne. How hey. are you? Hello there. We're hanging great in Great to there. hear from you. And uh, nice, we are. Nice uh, to hear you. What? Nice to hear you, he said. Oh, well. How are uh, things in your neck of the woods? Because it's probably colder up there, huh? Things are, are cold. I'm really bundled up. But I wanted to tell you two things. One, I, I love hearing 
uh, you on the radio, Tom. It's, it's just great to hear you back. And also, I wanted to tell Tom that because the previous caller talked about Chateaubriand, I want to say two things. One, that I own the sous vide. <laughs> and, of course you do. <laughs> and two, that the best Chateaubriand a la Rossini I ever had in my life was at Antoine's. What a, uh, it, that was an amazing thing. Well, you were telling me this yourself, but uh, this was an, uh, a recipe, I guess you could call it that, that involves uh, just every form of getting something like this on the air. Uh, Daniel <laughs> yeah. is a cellist, and they talk about uh, Rossini uh, more than a few times. He was a cellist also, wasn't he, and a composer? Mainly composer, yeah. Yes, but he yes. played a is that right? Cello. He yeah. was, yeah. Still there? Still here. Still here. ...dressing at a farmer's market, but one day Allie Cousins couldn't get the ingredients she needed. Her dad had dropped a case of Creole tomatoes at her house, which became the famous Creole tomato dressing launching the Cousins salad dressing brand. The line has expanded to include blue cheese dressing, a fresh salsa, olive oil and herb vinaigrette, as well as the Creole tomato. Made in small batches to ensure perfection, these dressings are all natural and made from the freshest ingredients. Need a quick dip? They're great for that too. Cousins salad dressings at grocery stores all around the town. Downtown Covington doesn't seem like an obvious place to find an English tea room, but the fact that it's been there almost 20 years proves how good it is. Where else will you find scotch eggs for breakfast, high tea in a truly British setting, scones just like you'd find in Britain? If you can't visit them in Covington, see their tea menu online and order specially blended teas. They ship out the next day, but you should visit a birthday party or a bridal shower there or Mother's Day high tea. Come pick it up and sit on their lovely patio. Introduce a friend to the English Tea Room. Gift cards are $20 off with the purchase of $100 or $10 off with a $50 purchase. The English Tea Room, 734 East Rutland in Covington, 985-898-3988, EnglishTeaRoom.com. Ever since the lockdown began, food delivery has risen to a place of high prominence. Our dog wants his treats delivered to him as he stares at us. Even Tom has conceded that gourmet food can still be delicious after it has been delivered to your door. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Regardless of what happens next, delivery of food is here to stay. Do it with a local company. Do it a lot cheaper than the big guys, Delivery Nola. They deliver everyone who is anyone. Download the app. Go to DeliveryNola.com. That's D-L-I-V-E-R-Y-Nola.com. Okay, let's go right quickly to Basil's Ace Hardware, home of the Big Green Egg, but also... Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the supplies that you need, charcoal, propane, pellets, all kinds of accessories and rubs. It's Basil's Ace Hardware. How this, about Dan? Is Dan still on hold? No. Oh, okay. This is your central place for outdoor grilling. Basil's Ace Hardware is open from 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, until things change, of course, again, as they will. That's at 4419 Transcontinental in Metairie. The phone number is 888-8588. Remember, 
great cookouts start with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware. And we also want to tell you what better time for a Mexican restaurant than today, Cinco de Mayo. Casa Garcia, though, has been cooking up great Mexican food almost 40 years. Almost 40 years right there where Kenner turns into Metairie, tucked away in a nice little shopping center. It's an adorable place that's just been refurbished while we've been in lockdown. You will find all kinds of great Mexican specialties because Octavio Garcia is from northern Mexico, so he knows this kind of food. It's a charming little place. We have great memories of Casa Garcia. We used to take the kids there when they were little. They are known for their fajitas, their beef, chicken, pork, and shrimp fajitas. And they have Mama Sarita's fresh tamales made of pork or cheese and corn. Casa Garcia is a wonderful little place that we highly recommend. They are an old-time advertiser from way back in the day when, uh, when Goodbye Columbus was originally the song. But we're we're trying to we're, <laughs> we're trying to ruin it by overusing it. That's for sure. But I don't know. It's not been so bad. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we would love to chat with you. We are talking food, and I knew Daniel had a sous vide machine. I wasn't thinking about him when I said nobody else in here, but we we had to know that Daniel would have one because Daniel is a gourmet, even though he does eat ketchup. I wanted him to uh, to talk about um, Parish Coffee too, because he's a big coffee drinker, and um, and would be able to uh, tell us, be able to speak to the Parish thing. And speaking of which, I do want to mention that Parish Coffee has a lot of great flavors. It's a new brand out there. If you are looking to have a gourmet coffee. For not so much a gourmet price, look for the purple bag. It's got a little yellow rooster scribbled on it, which is to instruct you to wake up to parish. Hashtag wake up to parish. Tom, I think we are heading to the lake house tonight. Are you? <laughs> you are too. <laughs> I am? Yes, because it's Cinco de Mayo, and even though they're not... The kind of restaurant that you would normally expect to find Cinco de Mayo celebrations. There are quite a few of them because it is Cinco de Mayo and everybody wants to party a little bit. So uh, there is there is a list. If you go to nomenu.com, you will see a list. Uh, it's, it's a little cube, we call them, on the front page of nomenu.com about things that are happening. It's called Cinco. There's actually two. There's our Cinco de Mayo festival, the one with the great picture that I'm really proud of. I didn't take it, but I'm just really proud of it. Proud mom, I guess. And then the other one is about Cinco de Mayo specials. Like at Three Bees Burger, an odd place to have it. Katie's, Vera's Seafood in Abita. I wouldn't expect that one. Mimi's down in Chalmette is another one. Felix on the Lakefront Bienvenue out in Harahan. Uh, Dakota on the North Shore and Jewel of the South in the French Quarter. These are all places that have Cinco de Mayo today. And it is a beautiful day. You can also join the Felipe's Taqueria, a virtual mariachi band 
with the margaritas that you can order and drink to your heart's content because you can't go anywhere. So that'll be that'll be good if you are looking to uh, to enjoy Cinco de Mayo. I know that we are, and we are looking forward to visiting there. So uh, everybody, do that. I want to integrate now. I want to integrate on all platforms and tell you to go to nomenu.com and also my own podcast. It's a kitty podcast. It's called Emmy the Story Lady. So please give that a look as well. You're listening to WGSO 990 AM radio. See you tomorrow. Touch the sun and run. It's a lucky day. Hello, BJ Rust every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. to noon for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 a.m. New Orleans, Louisiana. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. House Republican leader from California, Kevin McCarthy, wants the House of Representatives led by Democrats to get back to work. Committees first have to do the work to do the bills. So bring a few committees back. Bring armed services to do the national defense bill. Bring um, appropriations back to do um, the appropriation bills, our 12 bills that fund government as we go forward. McCarthy speaking there on Fox News. Now the Senate is in session and Senate Minority Leader from New York, Chuck Schumer, says a good amount of the Paycheck Protection Program loans are not going to small businesses. To very wealthy companies, to companies that still have a lot of money, to companies that are taking the loans and even not keeping their employees on. Schumer provided no specifics of his allegations. President Trump speaking at a Honeywell plant in Phoenix, Arizona. You're listening to 